Let me let y'all in on a not so secret fact about me if you knew me in real life. I am not a morning person. As I get older, I'm becoming more so. There is honestly nothing like that sweet spot in the morning where you can get so much done before the world is even really awake. But I still wouldn't go so far as to say I am thriving at my best in the wee hours of the day. But then I read Own Your Morning reset your AM routine to unlock your potential by Liz Baker Plosser, who is editor-in-chief at Women's Health Magazine. Since reading this little gem of a book, I have been intentionally implementing one of her strategies from the book each day. And let me tell you, I really feel like I am owning my mornings now. As Liz herself says, how you start your day is how you'll live your day. And as I just turned 35, I am intentionally working on starting each day with a bang. Take a listen to our conversation. Hello, Liz, and welcome to the show. Hi, Rachel. It's so wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I love the book. I absolutely love the book. And I am pretty fastidious about my own morning routine. And I've been waiting on someone to write the book on morning routines and you did it. So here it is. Um, You write in the book, quote, my passion for mornings begins with the knowledge that how I start my day is exactly how I'll live my day. Once you believe that, like I do, you'll do whatever it takes to own your morning, end quote. So I completely agree with you. Why do you think a good morning routine matters? I think that the key is when you fill yourself up with the things that you care about most and that matter to you most, even if it's a little micro nod to them, which it probably will be given how rushed and crazy mornings can be, then you are set up to be your best self in every single thing you do for every hour and minute, but that follows the rest of the day. Um, So that's, that's really the key is you're, you're teeing yourself off for a wonderful, amazing day. Yes. I, I couldn't agree more. My mornings are like sacred time. Like my, I just have a locked in morning routine. I am going to try to add some of the steps from the book into my morning routine. You write about so many things in own your morning that make for a good morning routine, breakfast, workouts, meditation. So Liz, you're the editor in chief of women's health. How important is a solid morning routine to our overall health? It is so important. Um, And you're exactly right. The book goes into all sorts of different places from your skincare and self-care routine to the outfit you choose um, to journaling or meditation. But I want to be really clear, and I'm sure you saw this as you were going through the book, there's no cookie cutter perfect morning. It's going to look different for each of us. So for me, working out first thing in the morning, that powers me up. And there are tons of science back proven health benefits of that. Everything from your heart health and increasing your bone density to elevating your mood and decreasing anxiety, all wonderful things that I like to bring into the rest of my day. However, I understand that not everybody wants to sweat first thing in the morning, and that might not be your thing, which is totally fine. So the book is really about 
um, doing sort of a self inventory and getting really clear on what matters most to you and then packing your morning with those things. Um, and every single topic you just mentioned, we go into all the science and interview experts um, so that you can really see vividly what all the different health benefits and payoffs are. Yeah, I really like that there is no cookie cutter perfect quote unquote morning routine because some people may, I, I work from home primarily and I have a more flexible schedule. Somebody might have to be at the office at 8 a.m. and just would love to work out in the morning, but just cannot make it happen with kid drop-offs and having to shower before you go into the office all day. So it really is customizable and gives you tips and tricks to make a, the perfect morning routine for you because there is no cookie cutter perfect morning routine. So I'm wondering, I have a feeling you kind of came to writing this book with a lot of this knowledge, but what was the biggest tip or trick you learned while researching and writing the book that maybe you didn't know before? Ooh, that's such a good question because I, I really did learn so much. Um, I guess I'll, I'll talk about self-care for a second. Um, because as much as I talk about workouts and I'm very much known for sweating in the morning, I think for me, it was very eye-opening to learn that taking the time to like actually massage in your moisturizer, there's um, some really awesome science about the power of touch and how good that feels um, and how stimulating that would be. Um, some of those things that I would have deemed, although I aspire to, <laughs> not look like um you know a drowned rat when i arrive at my desk <laughs> i honestly i didn't think through all of the the ways it was really powering me up from the inside out so i think that's one example um and then i'll also say meditation and journaling you know i've i've been in the health space for 20 years so i of course knew about the power of meditation and had written about it and talked to researchers about it but when i actually committed myself to doing it um, and making journaling a part of my morning, it was such a game changer. And the chapter on meditation that also goes into sort of self-reflection and journaling, there's so much cool science about that. So I'm, I'm hoping that when people read the book, one, they get clear on what their core values are so they can build their perfect morning, but also that they would almost read it, choose your own adventure style and maybe get inspired to try something that they didn't even realize could be come part of their morning. And those are two big examples for me. Yeah. And just see if it works. And if it doesn't work, trade off for something else. And exactly. the, biggest, the biggest morning hack for me is I'm a, I hit the snooze button or I did, I, I really try not to anymore, but I really don't like to wake up and be rushed in the morning. I really do like that quiet time to just sit there and, and ease into the day rather than dead sprint into the day. And so I agree with you meditation. I don't journal yet. Maybe I'll need to add that in, but that meditation and, and not even a, a meditation practice, but just so much of just breathing and, and which I guess is a meditation practice, but just, just entering into the day calmly and slowly that really sets the tone for my entire day and makes it so much less hectic. I feel it's so it's so true. It's almost counterintuitive that by adding a few new actions in the morning that you can actually feel more liberated and empowered and freer the rest of the day. It, it I like, and I am a reformed 
non-morning person, which I'm going to ask you about in just a second, but it's seriously actually getting up earlier, which I just thought was impossible has made all the difference in my day, because the way I, as you say in this, in the book, the way you start your day is the way you live your day. If you wake up chaotic behind the eight ball, it's going to feel like that all day. But if you wake up, you know, serene, you have that moment with yourself to breathe and you go into the day clear-headed, it's going to be a clear-headed day. So I, I couldn't agree more with, with everything in this book, but Okay, I have to ask this, and you do touch on this in the book, but what would you say to someone who counteracts with, quote, but I'm just not a morning person? Yes. So what what I love about this book is it is most it is for people who love mornings and are looking for more ideas, but it is absolutely for the person who considers themselves to not be a morning person and who wants to become one. Um, and I would say listen, I am living proof that you too can do it. I, I write about this in the book, but I was not always like popping out of bed at 5, 17 AM. You know, this has really been a journey for me and something that started when I entered the workforce after college that I, I learned how precious and powerful mornings could be. And I've sort of been hacking and fine tuning and researching over the years. Um, but my biggest piece of advice for those folks is that you, you are going to have to do a little prep the night before. Um, and that, you know, you, you don't just magically wake up because you want to wake up earlier, you want to become a morning person, it will take a teeny bit of effort the night before, but it, it will make all the difference in the world. So great example is my kids just went back to school. And I had to practice what I preach in the book last night, which is okay, find the water bottles, find the lunch boxes, put all the supplies in their book bags, um, wipe down the kitchen counters, do a quick rinse of the dishes in the sink, put them away, and also know that I'm going to be in bed at 930 because I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. Um, and I get it. It's the last thing anybody wants to do. I did not want to do the dishes last night, but I knew that this morning when the tornado of getting the kids out the door and walking the dog and getting myself ready for work, when all of that was happening that those dishes sitting there were going to be a distraction. I was probably going to deal with them. That's like 15 minutes or 10 minutes that you don't get back. Um, so I go into this in the book, but a little prep the night before can really set you up to actually get up with your alarm and become a morning person. Well, you perfectly segued into my next question, which is I do. And I agree with you. I do think everyone and anyone can become a morning person after reading this book. But I'd also, as you mentioned, like to touch on how your evening routine the night before impacts your next morning. Tell us a little bit more about that. And, and I agree because I'm so much more, uh, I, I'm just at my peak time at night. And so mm -hmm. I try to get as much done as I possibly can for the next day at the night before so that my mornings are easier. So tell us a little bit about the importance of the evening routine. Definitely. Well, um, as long as you're doing your spin through your, your house and sort of straightening things up or sorting out if you have children, your, your kids things for the next morning, um, it would also be great if you could choose what you're going to wear tomorrow, um, mm -hmm. whether you're working from home or in an office or um, you're, you know, you're not even in the workforce right now. It doesn't matter. There's there's um, research that shows we take an average of 17 minutes to choose our outfits in the morning. So that's like a big chunk of time when you don't have much time. Mm -hmm. So using um, that time when your your morning brain cells are like firing and that's when you're at your your best and ready to make decisions and power through things. 
you really don't want to spend it on something like what am I going to wear and like trying outfits on in front of the mirror. So that's another one. If you do want to be a morning worker outer, go ahead and pull out what you're going to wear tomorrow morning. If you're going to um, walk or do some yoga or stretching, like find the find the, the leggings, the sweatshirt, whatever it is, even go ahead and grab your socks and pull out your sneakers. All of those things mean that tomorrow when you're like groggy and maybe you haven't had your coffee or your tea yet, and you're looking for any reason, like you said, to press snooze or like roll over and get 15 more minutes of sleep, your brain is going to get hung up on like, well, I don't even know where my leggings are. And, you know, so that can be a big distraction. And it's it's um, it's going to make tomorrow morning so much easier if you take the time to do that. And then um, the last thing I want to say is um, putting yourself to bed and having a sleep routine um, I sometimes call it sleep hygiene. Um, and I go, I go to different experts in the book, um, neurologists, sleep experts, um, women who are, have a really solid nighttime routine to make sure that they can wind down and sleep soundly. So that again, tomorrow you feel like restored and ready to wake up. No, it matters so much. And, um, I say Ariana Huffington taught me this, like I know her, I don't, but I listen to her podcast and she, I'm sure you've heard of uh -huh. like she has her her phone has a sleep bed has its own bed outside of the bedroom yeah. put the phone to bed which is so smart because I can scroll endlessly like we all do yeah. for, on Instagram and then I then I get excited about something and then I go down a rabbit hole and then suddenly I've lost 30 45 an hour's worth of sleep and I agree that sleep for me as I as I'm on this continual journey to better health sleep for me has really been the cornerstone of that just getting better sleep because it, it really you can't have a productive morning or a productive day if you haven't had good rest the night before yeah um, and I'm with you. I, I am a um, converted kind of nighttime doom scroller. I used to read articles from Apple yes. News or take <laughs> one, last, one last trip down Instagram lane. And um, it's if you can remove your device from your bedside table, um, some people find it just too tempting if it's sitting there and like actually pick up a book or a paper magazine. Um, that is great because you are not exposing yourself to the blue light that these devices emit. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody's heard this, but it really is true. That amps up your melatonin production. Mm -hmm. So even if you are lucky enough that you can set it down and fall asleep, now your melatonin is off and that's going to make it harder to get a really solid restful night. Yeah. It's just so it, your book is filled with so many tips like that. And, and I truly enjoyed it. I will read it again and again for more tips and tricks as I continually try to get better at this morning's thing. So my, my last question for you, Liz, is what ultimately do you want readers to take away from this book? Oh, so my mission is to inspire readers to have more magical mornings. Um, wherever you're starting, that's cool. If you're already a morning person, I got you. I got some new ideas um, to kind of up your game even more. If you are just struggling with um, the hustle and feeling rushed and you don't know where to begin, this is an awesome place to start. But I really, really believe that we are all capable of having healthier, happier mornings and that it's, it's not just about those first few hours. Like we were saying, it translates into the entire rest of your day. So that's that's my goal here is to help people live healthier and happier lives by starting their day on their best foot possible. 
I absolutely love the book. And thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. It was so fun to talk with you. There are so many tips and tricks in this book. Try different strategies out like I have been. See what works, what doesn't. Adjust accordingly. The book is out now. It is, in my opinion, a must read. So this weekend, The Many Saints of Newark came out, which is a prequel to HBO's hit series, The Sopranos. Fans of The Sopranos are in even more luck at the end of 2021 because the definitive oral history of The Sopranos called Woke Up This Morning is hitting shelves November 2nd. It's written by Michael Imperioli and Steve Sherpa. I've read it, and even as someone who has only watched a few episodes of The Sopranos, I was a little too young to fully enjoy it while it was on the air. I was totally compelled by this book. You got to check it out. All right, friends, let me know what you're reading and loving at hello. I'd rather be reading at gmail.com. And as always, follow, rate, review our show, all the things. Thank you as always for listening. And we will be back next week with Susan Ronald talking about the Kennedy family patriarch, Joe Kennedy Sr. Totally fascinating discussion. There are so many good books out there right now, y'all, and I am bringing you my very favorites to the airwaves. Talk soon.